Hi, and welcome to the Becoming Coherent podcast. I am your host, Trisha Murray, and today I'm talking about energy shifts, getting universal, and architecting from the heart. Some of you listening to this may remember where I've described the links that I went to in order to create coherence in my early business years. I came out of a 25 year career where I excelled. I thought I knew everything there was to know about building a successful business and I did know some things. Michael Porter is a former strategist with the Harvard Business School. And he's quoted saying, strategy is the process of determining what not to do. I love this definition for its simplicity and because I consider my strategic capabilities to be very, very strong. (laughs) In those early days of building my first business as a private yoga instructor, I learned what not to do. Now, it's a long story for how I went from the corporate world where I lived inside a stereotypically labeled male-dominated industry and worked with predominantly male-focused businesses to running a little yoga business, but it was the absolutely essential path I needed to take to be where I am now. I think one of the things that I have seen most clearly since leaving the corporate realm is how skewed the corporate business paradigm is toward what I would define as masculine energy. It makes sense because business has been dominated by men and we all see the shift taking place where more and more women are coming into the business realm and in particular into businesses of their own. There's a rebalancing underway. A rebalancing that is ultimately going to benefit everyone. I've also referred to the hermetic tradition before and the seven universal principles that underscore everything in our universe. Principle number seven is the principle of gender and it holds that there are masculine and feminine characteristics in everything across our known universe. From art and design, language, people, animals, plants, minerals, and even my favorite sidebar topic, physics, where energy is described in electrons and protons balancing inside a neutron. These characteristics are not the same as the current discussion about gender neutrality or transgender, but rather this principle focuses on the inherent characteristics of something or someone. Some people or things have more or less masculine or feminine traits or qualities to them. And both sides are essential to remaining in sync, creative, and productive. This rebalancing in the broader scope is vital to our business world for a lot of reasons. We have lived for 150 years with a very distinct paradigm in business. And that paradigm is reflected by an overabundance of masculine energy. In the Kabbalion, 
the sacred text that expounds on the seven hermetic principles, we learn that too much masculine energy results in power to the extreme, reckless abandon, a loss of perspective or reason for the pursuit of a particular goal. We can see this at play in certain business practices, certain industries, or even individuals, and some of the more generalized beliefs and ideas that surround business today, all of which roll up to today's business paradigm or worldview. Now, in order to achieve different outcomes in your business, you need to shift your paradigm, what you believe, how you think, and the ideas that you hold. If you want to attain more, you will need to learn to think more expansively in order to create a bigger container, if you will, than what it is that you've built so far. Business coaches are a typical resource we employ in order to do that. And by and large, their work with a client creates an impact that benefits the business. I don't typically identify as a coach, but rather as a teacher for one reason. Coaches often work to shift your personal worldview from within existing overarching paradigms. Teachers could be said to do the same thing right now where they are teaching from an approved curriculum. But the teachers who truly influence us in the immediate and long-term sense set out to challenge both the student and the paradigm itself. The truly superior teachers seek to cause us to question the status quo and critically engage with it in order to reach a point where we, in our own head and heart, can either defend that status quo or, in most cases, see through a different paradigm entirely. That is my goal, to be a truly superior teacher to business owners who are made for more than what the existing business paradigm can offer them. I define today's business culture with three dominant characteristics, competition, conflict, and scarcity. But I'm working with more and more businesses that are succeeding because they are trading those characteristics one degree at a time for collaboration, creativity, and plenty. And they do so by reuniting things that conventional business has been steadily pulling apart. The universal principles, including that of gender, is one way that I enable business owners to see a different way of looking at business, the problems, the challenges, and set a course for a different outcome. But I start at the 100,000 foot level to suggest that the existing paradigm of business is actually flawed and it needs to be reframed. And it's being reframed by the influx of more feminine energy. That energy is bringing with it qualities and characteristics of creation, generation, patience, intuition, and love. <laughs> 
My goal of teaching is to enable business owners to unite a business that works with one that they love. And I'm asked all the time if that isn't just an airy-fairy, mamby-pamby idea. To which I typically share three primary truths about the heart and love itself that very few people can disagree with. Number one, science has proved that the heart is a hundred times more powerful than the brain in the electromagnetic pulse it transmits. That's not airy-fairy. That's pure science. Number two, when you think of the relationships where you feel you can be your, at your ultimate best, which ones come to mind? Probably the ones that are characterized by a high degree of mutual love. Again, it's not airy-fairy. It's what we intuitively know to be true. Number three, when you think of those relationships and the experience of love, where do you feel that? Again, I'll go on out on a limb and say you'd probably answer in your heart. These are just three core truths about the heart, the impact of love, and the strength that both could have on your business. If you're not architecting a business from your heart and then building it with your head, you are missing out on the single most powerful force available to you as a business owner. For those of us who have lived and breathed the corporate atmosphere for any period of time, this is a really hard concept to get a hold of. I wrestled with it for at least three years. Our Western world hasn't trained us to trust our instincts, our intuition, or heart wisdom, if you like. At least not to the same degree that we are taught how to trust our logic and reason and five senses, the things that we can see and taste and hear and touch and smell. But I heard a statistic the other day, having coffee with a friend, that 85% of the jobs people will have by the year 2030 don't exist today. Where do we think those jobs are going to emerge from? My guess? Our intuition. From a state of creativity and generation. And that will only be made possible because of the influx of feminine energy into our business community. It's also only going to be possible by learning how to tap into the wisdom of our heart and then thinking and seeing and doing business through a completely different paradigm. It's helpful to shift your personal paradigm within the existing one. But if you want more tomorrow, than you have today from your business, in your customer relationships, or in your life, you will be better served by challenging the status quo. Thanks for joining me today. If I've piqued your interest to explore the paradigm I see business through, I invite you to step into an upcoming studio session. There will be a link in the show notes below. 
Now, it shouldn't surprise you that someone who one day envisions living out her days in a yoga studio sought a way of integrating that goal into everything she does now. My community is invited into my coherence studio with each online encounter. It's not my shtick. It's a reflection of the mind space I invite you into. My studio is literal, where I still engage in the practice of yoga and where I'm hacking up canvases lately, learning how to paint. Figuratively, it's a space where you develop a greater sense of flexibility as you shift your paradigm, one degree at a time. And you don't have to worry about getting paint on the floor.